purpose, a word that we often hear that we sometimes really take for granted. The idea of really knowing your purpose and why you exist in the earth. As a matter of fact, my business, when I started it, I wanted to find a nice quote that would be the foundation for starting my business. And the fact of the matter is, is that I love this particular quote that's all about purpose. I learned it some time ago from the late Dr. Miles Monroe, and he simply said that the greatest tragedy in life is life without purpose, life that simply has no direction. Moreover, life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. And I love that quote because when I understand the power of purpose, when I understand why it's important for us to align and connect with our purpose, I truly understand why I exist. I believe it is my purpose to help you to align with your purpose and to assist you in uncovering that very thing so that you can live a life of abundance, a life of freedom, and a life of great possibility. This episode is all dedicated to helping you to uncover your purpose. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another week and another episode of Maximize Your Brand with Markeith Brayton. So excited that you're with me again this week. And before we get started, let me first apologize for missing last week's episode. Because I did some poor planning, I got caught being sick. I got caught with the season changing and my allergies just tremendously acting up and I just was having a hard time really regrouping myself due to some challenging days with my allergies. So let me apologize for missing the week prior to this episode. But I am making up for because I believe I have a very valuable, powerful episode that I want to share with you this week. Every now and then I do what's called mindful conversations where I'm literally just walking my neighborhood and sharing on a particular topic that may come to mind during the week or a question that seems to come up often when I'm talking with my clients and those who are potential clients. And this week, I want to share with you what I call mindful conversations. I do these mindful conversations each and every Wednesday, or I recently started doing them each and every Wednesday via Facebook Live. And last week, I had this particular mindful conversation thought all around purpose and how to truly uncover your purpose and really align yourself with what it is that you truly believe you're called to do. We often hear this term purpose, and I think that sometimes we take it for granted and really truly understanding that we all have a definitive 
purpose in life. This week, I want to share with you that conversation that I had as I was walking my neighborhood, and I entitled that particular conversation, Four Questions to Ask Yourself to Help You Uncover Your Purpose and Your Why. Once again, four questions to ask yourself to help you uncover your purpose and your why. You will hear some outside background noise because I was walking my neighborhood and there were individuals who were working on the roofs of the townhome subdivision that I lived in. But hopefully it will still be very audible and you'll be able to hear because I really enjoyed sharing this particular live stream with those who were joining me live on Facebook. Because I know for sure that many people, especially during this time that we're going through in our society and our culture, in our world, that many people are asking themselves, what is their significance? What is their ultimate purpose? What impact will they make in the world? And I tremendously believe what I'm sharing in this particular mindful conversations with Mark Heath is something that will be helpful to you as you are uncovering, as you are digging deep, as you're doing your own introspective work and tremendously understanding and knowing what your purpose is. But before we get started, I want to share this quick opportunity with you so that you can maybe work with me or have an opportunity to schedule a complimentary discovery session so that we can really uncover the thing that you truly have a dream to do in your own life. Are you a corporate executive or career professional who's ready to take your life back? ready to take your time back and you've thought about becoming a coach, a speaker, a trainer or consultant in your own business. Well, I want to invite you to schedule a brand maximization discovery session so that I can help you to uncover that expertise and learn how to properly package yourself in an online based business. I'm Markeith Brayton, personal brand strategist and master lifestyle coach, who's all about helping corporate executives and career professionals to maximize and monetize their personal brand online so that they can create a location-free business and live the life that they crave. What I know for sure is that you want to be doing something that's fulfilling and that's exciting and that provides great value to the world. You want to make a greater impact on the lives of individuals. And you know that if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll always get the results that you've always got. So schedule a brand maximization discovery session by going to my website, markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. And let's maximize and monetize your personal brand. All right, let's hop into this week's episode. It's not a long one, but it is one I think is of great value and that will be very helpful to those of you who are really asking yourself the question, what truly is my purpose? How do I align myself and get in the way of doing the thing that I know I'm called to do? I hope you enjoy. I want to just come in and do this mindful conversation uh, this early evening, late afternoon. But these four questions um, were introduced to me several years ago when I was 
on the journey of really wanting to identify and uncover my own purpose to identify and uncover you know why do i exist what is my unique significance what is the thing that i am supposed to offer the world how am i uh, to make a difference in the world and as i was unearthing that and, and as i was going through the process of identifying who i was and and what i needed to do to uncover my purpose i was introduced uh, to these questions these questions really helped me to really think about what it was that i truly wanted my life to exemplify that i truly wanted my life to uh, represent at the end of the day because right we all come to an end whether we want to accept it or not whether we want to believe it or not whether we want to talk about it or not we all have a day that we come to the end and the question is is that you have a date that you were born and then you have a date when you uh, pass on to another dispensation the question is is what will your dash mean what will the dash in between those two dates mean? And we have an opportunity if you're a living person, if you're breathing air right now, you have an opportunity to define your dash. Somebody type that in the comments for me. Define your dash. We have an opportunity to define our dash. And these four questions, these four questions are questions that I really pose to all of my clients uh, to kind of help them to unearth to uncover because it's not about finding your purpose i believe that we all know what our purpose is we all know what it is but i think that life has a way in causing us to to bury that purpose and causing us to uh, not pay attention to our purpose so what i want to do is to pose these four questions and leave them with you for you to answer. So hopefully you can hear me. Uh, type in the comments, let me know that there is sound and that you can hear me. Um, I did type in the comments myself, so I saw my own comment when I said hello. But question number one, question number one is, what would you do right now if you knew you could not fail? Question number one, what would you do right now if you knew you could not fail? If you knew that when you set out to do it, success was ordered, right? What would you do right now if you knew you could not fail? And when I was uh, proposed that question, when I was answering that question, um, what came to mind for me was that I would, you know, travel the world inspiring and empowering individuals to live their best life. I wanted to make a significant impact on the minds of individuals to help transform how we think about what's possible in our lives. When I thought about that question, I thought about wanting to leave a lasting legacy within the community uh, that I live in. I thought about wanting to you know establish organizations that really are are 
staples in the community that help people to better their lives, right? I thought about a lot of different things that I would do if I knew I could not fail. So that's question number one that I want you to ask yourself is, what would you do right now if you knew you could not fail? Question number two, question number two, and these are in no particular order, or you can answer them as we go, or those of you who will be watching the replay, you can answer them as you go. But these are in no particular order. Question number two is, what is it that you love doing? I need to get out of the road or I'm gonna get hit, right? What is it that you love doing so much that you do it even if you're not paid to do it? What is it that you love doing so much that you do it even when you're not paid to do it? And so as I was thinking about that question, I thought about, you know, my, my passion for speaking and presenting, my passion for teaching the things that I know, my passion for uh, impacting lives through the power of voice, the power of words. Uh, my, my passion and my desire to, to do trainings and workshops that I've done over the years for absolutely free because I enjoy seeing that light bulb go off in other people's minds, right? And so even though I knew I could get paid for it, I still did it for free. So what is it that you love doing so much that you could get paid for, but you do it for free? I think I left that first part out. What is it that you love doing so much that you could get paid for it, but you do it for free? So you have to think about, you know, what are those things that I do right now that I actually could get paid to do them, but I, but I do it for free all the time. Cedric Williams, thank you for, for joining and typing in the comments. So now I know that they work, appreciate it. So in asking ourselves that question, you know, you have to dig deep and understand that, hey, I tremendously love doing this. And there is a possibility that I could get paid doing it, but I, I do it for free quite often. That's question number two. Question number one was, what would you do right now if you knew you could not fail? if you knew you could not fail. Question number two is, what is it that you love doing so much that you could get paid to do it, but you do it for free? We're talking about questions that, that inspire us to dig deep and to uncover our why and our purpose. All right, question number three. Question number three, I hope somebody is typing these in the comments. Question number three is what is it that you love doing so much that you lose track of time when you're doing it? <laughs> Isn't that good? What is it that you love doing so much that you lose track of time when you're doing it? I remember reading an article about Beyonce and when she was recording one of her earlier albums and 
how she would be in the studio for days at a time and would not even realize that days had gone by because she loved creating music. She loved being a performer. She loved what it was that she did. And so she lost track of time doing it. What is it that you love doing so much that you lose track of time? See, these questions are forcing you to think about your life right now based on your answers. That's why I like these questions. It forces you to think about your life right now based on how you answer the questions. Thank you, Cedric, for typing those in. Uh, the other one, the first one, Cedric, and you can make it number three because we're on number three. The first one was, uh, what would you do right now if you knew you could not fail? So if you could type that one, that would be great. What would you do right now if you knew you could not fail? Monique Bayless, thank you for, for joining. So when you're answering these questions, uh, it forces you to look at your reality based on your answers. Forces you to look at your reality based on your answers. And then the fourth question. This question I learned, I spent some time, I spent one year in divinity school at Vanderbilt University. At the time, I was considering getting my Masters of Divinity uh, for purposes of ordination in the denomination that I was affiliated with, and I ended up not remaining in that denomination and still ended up being ordained by my pastor here in Nashville at the Temple Church, Pastor Dale Drumwright. But I took a class on a individual by the name of Howard Thurman. Took a class on the name of an individual by the name of Howard Thurman. And Howard Thurman was known as a mystic theologian. He was uh, an individual who was a deep thinker. He was uh, one who many people would, you know, perhaps uh, attempt to figure out, but really he was just so intellectually driven and that he, and he loved to share what it was that he learned that uh, he, they placed him in a category of mystic theology. But what I loved about learning about Howard Thurman was that, you know, he, he caused you to think. He caused you to really dig deep in your belief system. Because I think that sometimes many of us, we believe things or we say we believe things, but we really don't know why. You know, we really don't know why we believe it. We just believe it. Well, this question that I learned from studying Howard Thurman, it was actually a quote in the Divinity School, and I said, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget this quote. And the question that I'm calling a quote is this. He says, what makes you come alive? Because what makes you come alive? He says, let me, let me get it right. Let me, let, me, let, it, let me get it right. 
He said, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive. Because what the world needs is for you to be alive. There we go. That's correct. That's good right there. Let me say it again. He said, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive because what the world needs is for you to be alive. And so the fourth question, the fourth question you want to ask yourself is, what makes me come alive? What makes me come alive? What excites you? What excites you to get up out of that bed every morning? Are you excited to wake up, get in your car and go to that job you're going to every day? Do you feel alive when you're sitting in that office or sitting in that cubicle? Do you feel alive? Hey, here we go. Do you feel alive when you go home? <laughs> right? Do you feel alive when you go home to that spouse? Or do you feel dead? Come on, I'm coming down somebody's lane. I had to, hey, I had to go there too. Right? Do I? Did I feel alive being in a relationship with that particular person I was in relationship with or do I feel dormant and feel dead? You got to ask yourself these questions. You got to dig deep because when you dig deep and when you start answering these questions, you compare your answers to the life that you're living. And when I was answering these questions and comparing my answers to the life that I was living, it didn't add up. It didn't add up. It didn't add up to the degree and to the point where I was saying, but if these are my answers, here we go. Question number five. Question number five. I only had four, but this just hit me. That I had to ask myself, if these are my answers, then why am I not living that life? Woo. That's good. If these are my answers then why am I not living the life of the answers that I provided? Come on, somebody. It's so good. It's so good. And so I had to have a day of reckoning and ask myself, why am I living the alternative to what I'm saying that I want? This is the beginning process of you uncovering your purpose. Why are you living the alternative to what you're saying you want? That in the very first question, excuse the noise, because they are working on the roof up there. So let me get past that. So if, if, if my answers to those questions are contrary to how I'm living, then I got to ask myself why. <laughs> I got to ask myself that if I knew I could not fail, I would be doing this and I'm not doing it. I got to ask myself why. Whew, that's good. That the thing that I love so much that I know I could get paid for doing it, but I do it for free all the time. I got to ask myself, why? 
The thing that I love doing so much that I lose track of time while doing it and I look at my life and I'm not doing it, I have to ask myself, why? The thing that I say that makes me come alive and I look at my reality and I see that I'm not doing it, I gotta ask myself, why? Why am I consistently always doing something that causes me to be dead? Why am I consistently doing something? What if I told myself, what if I convinced myself that the thing that I would love to do, I can't do because of my current reality? That's where I was five years ago. That the thing that I knew I wanted to do, I kept giving myself an excuse and a reason why I couldn't do it. Why I couldn't fulfill the thing that I knew that I was purposed to do. Why I couldn't uh, fulfill the thing that I knew that I was supposed to be doing purposefully. What's up, man? Then I had to ask myself why. I had to hold myself accountable. I had to realize that the greatest barrier to me living the life that I truly wanted to live was me. I found the enemy. It ain't some outside force going on that's your greatest enemy. Let me, let me clear that up. It's not no outside force that's keeping you from doing the thing that you want to do and living the life that you want to live and having the things that you want to have and making the impact that you want to make and having the influence that you want to make. The greatest obstacle that you will ever have to overcome is the person that you see in the mirror every single day. Yes, there are people who lie. Yes, there are people who will go behind your back. Yes, there are people who do all types of things against you, but still the greatest enemy you have is yourself. I know I'm preaching outside. Amen, air. Amen, clouds. Amen, lights. <laughs> because what I have figured out for myself was that nothing outside of me can keep me from being who I was called to be except for me. So what I realized was that a lot of my excuse was finances. I see one of my accountability partners, she know I still struggle in that area about finances. But I'm overcoming it. I'm not giving myself the excuse of finance. I can't afford it. I can't do this. No, it's not an excuse. Because guess what? We figure out how to afford the things that we really want. Those shoes that you got in that closet, that dress you have hanging up in your closet, that that um, Armani, that um, coach bag, that Versace bag, those earrings, those nails, that hair you put on your head, you figured out a way to afford that. I don't have no hair on my head, but I've been thinking about getting a man weave. That's $600. <laughs> I'm joking. No, I might try it. I might try it. I might try it and see what everybody says. But what I'm saying is, is that 
the reason why those questions are really good and helping you to uncover your purpose is because the answers to those questions should lead you to the impact that you should be making because your your purpose has more to do with the impact that you're you're supposed to make in the world than it is to do with the jobs or the work that you are doing. Right? My singing ability is not my purpose. The singing ability is the conduit which God uses to fulfill the purpose of inspiration or to fulfill the purpose of bringing healing or to fulfill the purpose of giving uh, motivation or transforming mindsets. But my ability to sing is not my purpose. It is the conduit or the work thereof to help me fulfill the purpose. My ability of teaching is an office or a job, but it is not my purpose. My purpose for teaching uh, is for enlightenment, for, for the uplifting of the mind, for the transformative power that teaching can bring forth in the world. But teaching itself is not the purpose. It is the conduit or the thing that God uses to fulfill the purpose. See, we have that mixed up. Because I'll ask somebody their question, uh, the question, what is your purpose? And you'll say to be a teacher. No, that's, that's the job or the work. But what is the purpose within the teaching that's supposed to make an impact in the world? Four questions, four questions. Those of you who are watching, thank you for watching. Cedric, I appreciate you typing in the comments. Four questions. Well, really, there were five that I shared. Five questions. And those five questions, I'll go through them for those who will be watching the replay. Is what would I do right now if I knew I could not fail? If I knew I could not fail, what would I be doing right now? That's number one. Number two. What is it that I love doing so much that I know I could get paid to do it, but I do it for free quite often. I do it for free. That's question number two. Question number three. What do I love doing so much that I lose track of time while doing it? That I lose track of time while doing it. And then question number four, what makes me come alive? What makes me like, I was excited when I walked out my door to do this live because I love doing this type of stuff. Doing video and teaching and sharing is nothing to me. I have not a problem doing it at all. Some people do. So this is not the thing that makes them come alive, but it is the thing that makes me come alive. And then question number five, which is the bonus question, which is the bonus question is, is my life contrary to the answers to my questions?
are my answers to those questions contrary to the life that I'm living. That's what I want to know. Are the answers to those questions contrary to the life that I'm living? <laughs> oh, so good, so good, so good. So that is Mindful Conversations with Markeith. Every Wednesday is Mindful Conversations. The past two Wednesdays, I've been able to walk the neighborhood. I hope that there was something that was gained out of this uh, mindful conversation. Definitely want to be of value to you. If you are interested in, you know, working on your personal brand, working on your presence, working on being seen, being heard so that you can get paid, I invite you to click the link that I provided in the post for you to schedule a brand max discovery session. I enjoy working with individuals on their vision, on their next steps as it pertains to creating a brand for them to be the go-to person in their industry. I, I love that work. I've been full-time entrepreneurship two and a half years now it has been a journey it has been a challenge but it's been exciting it's been rewarding it's been exhilarating all at the same time so if you have any interest i left the link in the post uh, to share with you all you have to do is click the link and schedule a time for us to speak a one hour absolutely free complimentary to you a one hour discovery session where we just ask some more of these introspective questions to help you to really dig deep and to really hone in on where you want to be. I believe that COVID-19, the year 2020, some people have said it's been the worst year of their lives it's been they can't wait till 2020 is over that's not been my sentiment i am thankful for 2020 2020 has helped me to pause help me to think help me to decide on how to move forward help me to chart my next territory my next journey help me to create a blueprint of what it is that I want to do as we move towards 2021. It has given me insight on how I can better myself while also bettering other people. And so for me, 2020 has been a year of calm and peace. I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, it has been a, a great time of rest a great time for reflection. I tell people all the time, I don't have any regrets, but I do have reminders. <laughs> I don't have any regrets, but I do have reminders. Reminders of where I've been so that I can chart a better territory of where I want to go. I do have reminders. 
So I appreciate you joining me for this mindful conversation with Markeith Brayton. I'm here every single Wednesday around between 6 and 6.30. And we just have a conversation that will help you to move to your next level, that will help you to start thinking about a little bit more in-depthly uh, how you want to move forward in your life. I appreciate each of you. Let's see if there are any more people. Valerie, I saw you come in. Eunice, thank you for, for joining. I appreciate you. No excuses. Go make it happen. That's what it is, Valerie. So I'll leave you today with this quote. I'll stand right here by this light, decent light, street light. I'll leave you with this quote. My business was founded on this principle by the late Dr. Miles Monroe. And this is what he said. He said that life's greatest tragedy is life without purpose, life that simply has no direction. Moreover, life's greatest failure, I want you to get this, life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. Woo! Oh my God! Life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. Here's what I know my purpose is, is to help you to be in alignment with the right assignment for your life. I believe it beyond a shadow of a doubt that Markeith's purpose is to help others to get in alignment with their right assignment. And I'm here for it. So I hope you have a great rest of the day. Just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care.